Hi everyone, my name is Yumei Chang and I'm the founder of Life is Love School where we teach adult survivors of childhood trauma essential skills to live a happier and healthier life. Today's topic is how do I break a trauma bond? If you suffered abuse growing up, oftentimes what happens in adulthood is you will also end up in abusive relationships. In psychology, this is a well-researched phenomenon, and for the longest time, people find it very baffling, but now scientists know the reason why, but it's called re-victimization. So if you suffered abuse, then it's more likely that you will also be abused in adult relationships. Now, people that have been in toxic relationship, abusive relationships, know how hard it is to leave that relationship, even if everybody around you that you trust that are smart or telling you to please leave. This could be your psychologist, your mentor, your coaches, your friends, your family, even your children to tell you, mommy, mommy, please leave. And you know you should leave, but you still have a very hard time leaving. And the average, the number of statistic wise is that it takes a victim about seven to 12 tries to successfully and permanently leave a abusive relationship. Now you may wonder what makes leaving a toxic relationship so hard? Shouldn't it be easier because this partner is so abusive, they're treated as so horribly, it should be easy to leave, right? In fact, it's the other way around and it ties to a concept called intermittent reinforcement. So in the abuse cycle, what happens is it usually starts with love bombing at the dating phase. So this person comes onto you strong, they give you a lot of praises, a lot of adoration, tons of attention, maybe even gifts early on, and you feel like it's totally unearned. But if you suffered a lot of abuse and neglect growing up, you soak in this attention because you're like, this is, feels amazing. I love this. As the relationship starts to progress, you'll sense that this person might start to pull away a little. They might start to complain about you, criticize about little things, and you start to feel a little bit unsteady. So then you try harder to be more perfect in the relationship. And then they tighten up the loose noose a little bit more, right? Now you're even less perfect. So you try even harder to try to win back their affection. And the kind of the cycle of giving you a lot of attention and the makeup cycle and then followed by the abuse cycle, and sometimes it even turns violent, is what's called intermittent reinforcement. So it's sometimes good, sometimes not good. People that train animals are well aware of what intermittent reinforcement is. For example, if you wanna train a dog or a cat to do high five, then when the dog or cat start to raise their paws, then you give them a little treat. But you don't keep doing that. You wanna raise the bar. So the next time that they raise their paw, you no longer give them a treat. You expect them to raise their paws higher before you give them a treat. And what happens in these intermittent reinforcement scenarios is when the dog or cat no longer gets that treat, in the back of their mind, they're thinking, well, last time I was given a treat just for raising my paw, but this time I didn't get the treat. So maybe I just need to try a little harder. So they actually don't give up even after you no longer give them the treat. So it takes them a very long time to stop doing that behavior. I think you can see how that maps to a abusive relationship where even when the abuser starts to mistreat you, they no longer give you the affection they gave you early on, it takes you a long time to give up trying. 
And that's why it's so hard to leave and why so many victims, even after they got booted out or they proactively left, they would ask me questions like, well, you know, Yume, do you think I gave up too early? Do you think I should give him one more chance? Maybe this time he will change. And that's intermittent reinforcement at work where you feel like if you just try a little bit harder, you will finally earn that love. And that's just how it works. Now, the other thing about intermittent reinforcement is neurologically, it taps into something called a dopamine reward circuit. So this reward circuit is also tapped in when you're addicted to drugs, when you're addicted to alcohol, when you have a gambling addiction. So dopamine is called the neurotransmitter of motivation. Dopamine gets you to wake up at, in the morning to wanna to work and achieve goals. It makes you want to um, pursue a partner, makes you want to get things done. It's the motivational um, neurochemical. So what happens is when you are being reinforced once in a while, it triggers you to try harder. So that trying harder, that motivation is playing with your dopamine reward circuit. So when you try to leave or mentally break away from a toxic relationship, it feels like it's not just a regular heartbreak, but there's also withdrawal, chemical withdrawal, neurochemical withdrawal going on in your brain. So it's as if you are trying to kick an addiction at the same time healing a heartbreak. And that's why leaving a toxic relationship is so incredibly difficult. So if you walk away from today's video, remember one thing, I would like you to remember that please keep trying. It's very, very common that you would leave and then you might falter, you might contact him again, you might withdraw that restraining order, etc. let him back into your life. But just know that it's very common and be compassionate towards yourself, forgive yourself. And when you're ready, try again. Because every time you try, you give your heart a chance to catch up with what your brain already knows, which is this person and this relationship is no good for you and that you deserve better. Now, when it comes to breaking trauma bond, one thing that is really important to do is to write down the incidents. So by that, I mean every time he puts you down, every time he criticizes you, every time he stonewalls you, um, and I'm just going to use he because it's easier, but it could apply to either gender. They're abusers of either gender. I want to make that clear. Every time he hits you, right? God forbid, every time that he abuses the children's, um, write it down because what happens too often is that as soon as you try to leave the relationship, euphoric recall is going to set in. This is a phenomenon where you're only going to remember the good times. You're going to forget all the reasons why you should be leaving and you're wondering, oh, you know, if I just try harder, maybe things will be as good as it was in the very beginning when we're just dating. So by writing it down, it gives you evidence that you could put in front of your eyes and also a perspective where you can see everything that's happened and ask yourself, right? If I were to advise a sister, a girlfriend who's in this situation, how would I advise her? We're oftentimes much wiser in giving other people advice than to follow our own advice. We're all muffled or all like confused when it comes to our own life. And what I'm teaching here is a technique called cognitive diffusion, meaning that you're no longer completely tied up in your own world and your own thought. 
but you're putting the situation down on paper and you're looking at it. This is my notes, right? You're looking at it as if you're observing somebody else's life. So you're able to bring more of a wise, cool mind to assess a situation and come up with a more rational next step for yourself. Now, the last thing I will cover is that when it comes to leaving a toxic relationship, a lot of times what keeps people there is the hope that if I just try one more time, give them one more chance that they'll finally change or that if I leave this person, they will finally become a better version of themselves for some other women. And that will be missing out and I'll be all alone, right? That's the common thread that goes on. And I want you to think about just how hard it is for you to change. You're here with me because you suffer childhood trauma or relationship abuse. And through that process, you picked up some coping mechanism. You picked up some brain changes that you didn't want that was trying its best to help you cope with a possible situation. When you were a child, you didn't have a lot of resources. So you just did whatever you can. And now you're trying really hard to unlearn some of the things that you learned, learn some of the new skills that will move your life forward. And you know how hard that process is. And this is with you being fully aware, fully committed and doing the work. Now think about your partner, right? This is likely a person who is not aware, not informed, doesn't suffer any pain, is not interested in changing. So what are the odds that he's going to change? And I bet if you're watching this video, more likely than not, you have given this person fair warning, maybe already many chances and he blew it. So one thing I always tell my clients is don't make that one day bet. The one day bet is, you know, one day I think he will be. If you're saying that, then that means that you don't want to be with the person who as he is, right? You never really wanted that person. You're dating or being with a fantasy person that does not exist in this life. And it's unlikely to exist in this life because his chances of changing is so little. So I hope you understand that um, trying to change a person who has no intention of changing is next to impossible. And the best thing you could do is knowing everything that's happened. What is the best decision you can make for yourself? And writing down that list, as I mentioned, is super important. And in fact, I always advise my members to read that list as often as they can. Ideally, the first thing when you wake up in the morning, review it at lunchtime and read it again before you go to bed. So it wards off euphoric recall before it even sets in. Because by the time it sets in, a lot of times it's too hard to stop it. I hope you find today's discussion helpful. As always, I would love for you to join a conversation in our women only membership group. I will also be dropping in course content. So digital, digital course contents in the membership area so that you could learn um, essential skills to help you balance emotions and make good decisions set boundaries. If you are interested in healing and wanted to have an accelerated path, I think you'll really enjoy being part of the group and learning not just from me, but also from the wise women that are in the group that are also committed to growing and learning self-love. Until next time, have a wonderful week.